0: Welcome to Sleep Tight Relax. Thank you very much for listening. Our sleep story tonight is about a wounded lion who was actually an enchanted prince. A poor girl is working for a farmer, and one day as she is taking the cows out, she hears a groan. She goes to see who is hurt and sees a lion on the ground with a large thorn in his foot. She removes the thorn and cleans and wraps the foot and goes back to get her cows to go home. But the cows are nowhere to be found. She returns to the farm and tells the farmer, and he is angry. But tells her now she must take care of the donkeys. But the same thing happens. After this, she can only look after the pigs. And again, the same things happen. She looks for them everywhere, but cannot find them. So she climbs a tree to get a better look and sees something very unexpected. Before we continue with our story, let's first make sure you are cozy and comfortable. Turn off the lights, silence notifications, Find your comfortable place, your place to relax or your favorite position in bed. Wiggle around a little bit and make yourself comfortable. This is your safe place, a place where you can relax and sleep, where you feel warm and cozy, and you get to return to this place at the end of each day. Now, close your eyes if you like, and we'll begin with a few slow, deep belly breaths. Each time you breathe in, breathe all the way down into your belly. Take a deep breath in, and out. Breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. Take another breath Fill your body and allow your breathing to relax you as you exhale fully. Breathe in relaxation, breathe out tension. Breathe in. and breathe out. Keep breathing slowly like this for as long as you feel comfortable.
1: The Wounded Lion.
0: There was once a girl so poor that she had no money or food to live on and wandered about the world asking for work. One day she arrived at a thatched cottage and inquired if they could give her any work. The farmer said he wanted a cowherd, as his own had left, and if the girl liked the idea of that job, she could have it. So she became a cowherd. One morning she was driving her cows through the meadows when she heard nearby a loud groan that sounded almost human. She quickly went to the spot where the noise came from and found that the noise came from a lion who lay stretched upon the ground. You can guess how frightened she was, but the lion seemed to be in such pain that she was sorry for him and drew nearer and nearer till she saw he had a large thorn in one foot. She pulled out the thorn and wrapped up the place where the thorn had been and the lion was grateful and licked her hand by way of thanks with his big, rough tongue. When the girl had finished helping the lion, she went back to find the cows. But they had gone, and though she looked everywhere, she never found them. And she had to return home and tell the farmer, who scolded her bitterly that she had lost his cows. Then he said, now you will have to look after the donkeys. So every day she had to take the donkeys to the woods to feed, until one morning, exactly a year after she had found the lion, she heard another groan, which sounded quite human. She went straight to the place that the noise came from and, to her great surprise, saw the same lion stretched on the ground with a deep wound across his face. This time she was not afraid at all and ran towards him, washing the wound and laying soothing herbs upon it. And when she had wrapped it up, the lion thanked her in the same manner as before. After that, she returned to her flock, but they were nowhere to be seen. She searched here and she searched there, but they had vanished completely. Then she had to go home and tell the farmer that she had lost the donkeys. He again scolded her. Now go, he said, and look after the pigs. So the next day, she took out the pigs and found them such feeding grounds that they grew fatter every day. Another year passed by, and one morning when the young girl was out with her pigs, she heard a groan which sounded quite human. She ran to see what it was and found her old friend the lion wounded through and through, fading quickly under a tree. She fell on her knees before him and washed his wounds one by one and laid healing herbs upon them. And the lion licked her hands and thanked her and asked if she would not stay and sit by him. But the girl said she had her pigs to watch, and she must go and see about them. So she ran to the place where she had left the pigs, but they had vanished, the same as the cows and donkeys before them. She whistled and called, but only the birds answered her. Then she sank down on the ground and cried and cried and cried, not daring to return home until some hours had passed. And when she had had her cry, she got up and searched all up and down the wood. But it was no use. There was not a sign of the pigs. At last, she thought that perhaps if she climbed a tree, she might see further. But no sooner was she seated on the highest branch than something happened, which put the pigs quite out of her head. There was a handsome young man who was coming down the path. And when he had almost reached the tree, he pulled aside a rock and disappeared behind it. The young girl rubbed her eyes and wondered if she had been dreaming. Next, she thought, I will not move from here until I see him come out and find out who he is. She waited and she waited. And at dawn the next morning, The rock moved to one side and a lion came out. When the lion had gone quite out of sight, the girl climbed down from the tree and went to the rock, which she pushed aside and entered the opening before her. The path led to a beautiful house. She went in looked around, swept and dusted the furniture and put everything neatly in place. Then she ate a very good dinner, which was on a shelf in the corner and once more climbed up to the top of her tree. As the sun set, she saw the same young man walking happily down the path, and, as before, he pushed aside the rock and disappeared behind it. Next morning, out came the lion. He looked quickly about him on all sides, but saw no one, and then vanished into the forest. The young girl then came down from the tree and did exactly as she had done the day before. So, three days went by, and every day she went in, looked around, and tidied up the palace. After a while, when the girl found that she was no closer to discovering the secret, she decided to ask the young man. And in the evening, when she caught sight of him coming down through the woods, she came down from the tree and asked him to tell her his name. The young man looked very happy to see her and said he thought it must be she who had been secretly taking care of his house for so many days. And he added that he was a prince enchanted by a powerful giant, but was only allowed to take his own shape at night. For all day he was forced to appear as the lion, whom she had so often helped. And, more than this, it was the giant who had stolen the cows and the donkeys and the pigs, because of her kindness toward the lion. And so the girl asked him, what can I do to disenchant you? But he said he was afraid it was very difficult because the only way to break the spell was to get a lock of hair from the head of the king's daughter, to spin it and to make a cloak from it for the giant who lived up on the top of the mountain. Very well, answered the girl. I will go to the city and knock at the door of the king's palace and ask the princess to take me as a servant. So they parted, and when she arrived at the city, she walked about the streets crying, who will hire me to work? Who will hire me to work? But though many people liked her looks, for she was clean and neat, the young girl would listen to none and still continued crying, who will hire me to work? Who will hire me to work? At last there came the waiting maid of the princess. What can you do? She asked. And the girl was forced to confess that she could do very little. Then you will have to do the kitchen work and wash up dishes, she said. And they went straight back to the palace. Then the young girl dressed her hair afresh and made herself look very neat and tidy. And everyone admired and praised her till by and by it came to the ears of the princess. And she sent for the girl And when she saw her and how beautifully she had dressed her hair, the princess told her she was to come and comb hers. Now the hair of the princess was very thick and long and shone like the sun. And the girl combed it and combed it till it was brighter than ever. And the princess was pleased and told her to come every day and comb her hair. Till at last, the girl took courage and asked to cut off one of the long, thick pieces. The princess, who was very proud of her hair, did not like the idea of parting with any of it, so she said no. But the girl could not give up hope and each day she asked to be allowed to cut off just one piece. At length, the princess lost patience and said, You may have it then, on condition that you shall find the handsomest prince in the world to be my groom. And the girl answered that she would, and cut off the hair and wove it into a coat that glittered like silk and brought it to the young man, who told her to carry it straight to the giant, but that she must be careful to cry out a long way off what she had with her, or else he would spring upon her and catch her and put her in a cage. So the young girl left and climbed up the mountain, but before she reached the top, the giant heard her footsteps and rushed out breathing fire and flame, having a sword in one hand and a club in the other. But she cried loudly that she had brought him the coat and then he grew quiet and invited her to come into his house. He tried on the coat but it was too short and he threw it off and declared it was no good so the girl picked it up sadly and returned quite in despair to the king's palace the next morning when she was combing the princess's hair she asked again to cut off another piece at first the princess said no but the girl begged so hard that at length she gave in on one condition, that she should find her a prince as a bridegroom. The maiden told her that she had already found him and spun the lock into shining stuff and fastened it on to the end of the coat. And when it was finished, she carried it to the giant. This time, the jacket fit him and he was quite pleased and asked her what he could give her in return. And she said that the only reward he could give her was to take the spell off the lion and bring him back to his own shape. For a long time, the giant would not think of doing it, but in the end, he gave in and told her exactly how it must all be done she was to sing the lion to sleep and then tie him up and put him into the water. And then, out of the water, the prince would come, free from enchantment forever. But the young girl went away weeping, afraid that the giant was tricking her and that after she had put the lion to sleep, tied him up, and put him in the water, she would find that she had done the same to the prince and he would not survive. Weeping, she came down the mountain and weeping, she joined the prince who was waiting for her at the bottom. And when he had heard her story, he comforted her and told her to be brave and to do exactly what the giant had told her. And the young girl believed what the prince told her, and in the morning, when he put on his lion's form, she sang him a song, tied him up, and placed him into the water. And out of the water came the prince, beautiful as the day and as glad to look upon as the sun himself. Then the young man thanked the young girl for all she had done for him and asked if she would like to be his wife. But the young girl only cried more and answered that his wife she could never be, for she had given her promise to the princess when she had cut off her hair that the prince should wed her. But the prince replied, If it is the princess, we must go quickly, come with me. So they went together to the king's palace. And when the king and queen and princess saw the young man, a great joy filled their hearts for they knew him as their oldest son who had long ago been enchanted by a giant and lost to them. And he asked his parents' permission that if the young girl agreed, he might marry her, the girl who had saved him. And a great feast was arranged when she said yes. And the young girl became a princess and in due time, a queen. And she truly deserved all the There's honors a fire showered upon her.
1: There's a fire burning in my heart.
0: Good night.